by the Saints for a touchdown. Each your inside pass to everything Saints football. And the kick is good. We'll take you to places most fans never go. We'll watch from 60. To practice, to the sideline, to the locker room. Following every twist, turn, and touchdown of the 2022 season. That is going to be a touchdown. Taysom Hill. Taysom TD. Welcome to Inside Black and Gold. And that is going to be a touchdown again. And guess who? Mike Thomas. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Geller and Jeff Nowak. Oh, baby. We are in week 16, Inside Black and Gold. Steve Geller along with Jeff Nowak getting ready for Christmas in Cleveland, Jeff. And Christmas in the Cleve. Well, the Saints didn't practice on Tuesday. They did have an estimated injury report. I know we're going to get into that a little bit because there are two surprises, I guess you would say, on it. And we'll be also looking at some of the breakdowns you had from the Saints-Falcons game. I'm sure a Rashid Shaheed play might be in there. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get into some of that. We're going to get into, obviously, the injury report. Uh, we're going to talk about it's going to be freaking cold this weekend out in Cleveland, like single digits cold, like possibly the coldest game the Saints have ever played in kind of cold. Like, obviously, I have no way of tracking that, but it's got to be close. Uh, so we're going to get into that. And then also, I do want to talk about, even though I promised I wouldn't do it anymore, uh, I want to go through the scenarios for how the Saints actually get to the playoffs because, you know, I, I promised I wouldn't, but I did get leave a caveat of like, if weird things happen, we might revisit it. And weird things have happened, a.k.a. the Bucks have continued to suck. Um, and so that's the only reason I think there is hope because the Bucks have been that bad. So we're going to go through what has to happen for the Saints to make the playoffs because whether you want to admit it or not, whether you want to waste your time on it or not, the Saints are playing meaningful football in week 16 of the NFL season. And, you know, the team, the team, the team definitely feels that way. Um, and then finally, yeah, we're going to go through some of the film and then I want to break down, you know, who is the Saints MVP at this point of the season? There's not a lot to choose from, but we'll we'll find it. We'll find it. You might be surprised by my answer because it's gonna it's gonna annoy people, but, but it's gonna be there. So stick around for that. But you know, first things first, Steve. Do you have snow boots and a parka, and you know, just a general feeling of well being because definitely, you're going out to Cleveland? I'm definitely under- gonna be bundled up from head to toe for sure. The only thing I'm worried about, I don't really have like a face shield. Uh, kind of ski mask set up and I'm not really a scarf guy. So I don't know what's what I'm going to do about the face area yet. I might have to just suck it up and, and bundle the head around a scarf and deal with it because yeah, single digits, single digits for three hours is kind of um, it's going to be a bit uncomfortable to say the least hanging by the heaters on the sideline. Yeah. I was going to say, it's funny because like as much as that's going to suck, Imagine what it's like sitting in the stands. <laughs> it's probably exactly. going to be worse, especially for the right. maniacs who are going to have their shirts off, stuff in the like the what the dog pound is that what they call it? Yeah. Oof, oof. But yeah, so I believe if I'm reading this correctly, let's see the 10 day forecast from weather.com Saturday. And the Saints are leaving early because of the threat weather. Yes, the Saints are leaving on Thursday because it is supposed to snow on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So there will probably be some snow on the field. Somewhere Sean Payton is muttering about cleats. Yeah, you're looking at a high of 13 degrees. That's the high. That is the warmest it will be on that day. 
13 degrees. <laughs> That's not a real number. How's it's like that what, humanly it's like possible, right, now right? In New Orleans, 52. It's 52 degrees right now, and I'm bundled up. Uh, Me too. I got my sweater on and everything for sure. Like that's not a real temperature. That's just, that's that's oh man, thirteen degrees. And the wild thing is, like, it's like it's the weather is being cold specifically for the Saints to be there. Like, <laughs> I mean, if you go like if you went today, it would be thirty-seven yeah. degrees. If you went on Thursday, it'd be forty-five. If you went the week after, it would be in the forties. This week, it, it is it the Arctic. Right. Yeah. Right. So. The one thing I'll say is if there was any team, if there was any non-Ohio-based team that is built to succeed in an Ohio winter, it's the Saints. Obviously, you've got all the Ohio State players. We always talk about that. But also, your quarterback is Andy Dalton, a guy who played the first nine seasons of his NFL career in Cincinnati. It's obviously not Cleveland, but it's not too far away. The climate's the same. That is one thing that I'll say that the Saints probably have an advantage in is Andy Dalton is probably more comfortable playing in this weather than Deshaun Watson is. Because Deshaun Watson, I mean, he went to Clemson. That's in South Carolina. It never doesn't really get cold. He went, he played his entire NFL career in Houston up to this point. Definitely doesn't get cold there. So, you know, this is his first experience of the Cleveland winter. So he's not going to, like, if you're looking at a disadvantage for the weather in terms of the quarterback position, probably Deshaun. Either way, honestly, just because obviously the wind's going to affect both quarterbacks passes but yet you know Deshaun's going to want to push the field down the field more than Dalton would and I'd be much more comfortable with Andy's short to mid game compared to you know what we've seen with Watson especially he's still getting acclimated to things in Cleveland I know yeah it hasn't been great to start his season so far I just, I just know the, the the conditions, and Dennis Allen talked about this. It's going to be the same for both teams, obviously. It's going to be cold and windy, you know. But look, it's going to be cold and windy for both teams, um, and so, um, you know, we're not going to we're not going to make too big a deal about it. Um, you know, we're going to prepare for the Cleveland Browns, and and then we'll have to adjust. You know, from a game plan standpoint, you know, how do you adjust to the to the elements. Sounds like it might be a little windy uh, based on what I'm saying as of right now. So we'll monitor that throughout the week. But um, really the focus really has to be on um, the team we're playing um, and not really about the elements. Yeah, so what I'm seeing here is winds between 25 and 35 miles an hour, which isn't crazy, but it is significant. Um, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's... Coming I think off that Cleveland water... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think the wind is going to be more of an issue than the than the temperature itself. And obviously, if there's precipitation, there's a 50% chance of snow. I mean, when's the last time the Saints played in snow? Was it the playoffs? Like early 2000s? Mid-2000s? Man, I can't even think of a snow. Like, uh, yeah, like for Chicago. Is I know really they, the went last thing I think they went to play the Eagles one year. I'm not sure if it was snowing for that game in the playoffs. 2014. Saints won 26-24. It didn't snow. It was just cold as shit. A dome team from the south headed up to, you know, northern winter conditions. It spells chaos for sure. Except they won. The Saints won that game, 26-24. So, like, you know, everyone wants to say, oh, this team can't win in the cold. Well, you know, they can, right? The the Saints can go up there and win. It's just a matter of doing it. They Um, haven't won outside this year, though. 
No, but it hasn't been because of the cold. <laughs> no, but they have not won an outdoor game. I guess it was it was pretty cold in Pittsburgh. I think it might have been close, colder when they went out to to Santa Clara. Um, I remember you saying it was pretty cold that day. But yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah, they haven't won outside. But the good news is the game's at noon, so we don't have to worry about talking about Andy Dalton's primetime record. So, Amen to that. And they're, they're going to get back-to-back cold-weather games, so you better get used to it because <laughs> they're going to be in Philadelphia the next week. <laughs> well, be, so. Because whether we like it or not, we, we joke with the Andy Dalton primetime stats. I mean, you look at it now, just this season in New Orleans, and primetime Andy has been much different than afternoon Andy. Yeah, well, yeah, we don't have to watch any more of those. Uh, no, definitely not. I love the fact you mentioned the whole obvious Ohio State connection with the Saints that everyone would mock or make fun of, but it's like, you know what? Watch these Ohio State players end up balling out in this game, which will be hilarious. No, I mean, I think it's a factor, right? Like like Chris Olave literally played in this until last year. Like it's not going to be as big of a deal for him because they did and they played outside. Like there's no not a lot of domes in college football. Right. Um, so they're they're used to it. Um like Although that leads right into the injury report. I mean, like if we're talking about like if we were talking about like a Malcolm Jenkins, I wouldn't give him credit because he had been 12 years since he had been there. But for a guy like Pete Warner, he was there two years ago. Right. Malcolm played in Philly for a while, though. That's true. Yeah, but he's not on the team anymore. So it doesn't matter. No, exactly. <laughs> you know, speaking of Ohio State, guys, uh, I saw Nick Vanette out there catching passes for the Giants uh, on Sunday night. So good for him. He's getting playing he, time. He was active or no? Yeah, got a pass. How do you think he caught a pass? Steve, what kind of question is that? You I think he was just like, hanging on the sideline catching him. passes? I felt like you saw him warming up or something. No, I saw him in the game. Because you said multiple, and I couldn't believe he caught multiple passes uh, in the game. One. I mean, I saw him catching a pass. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, is that Cody Bellinger? I'm like, no, it's it's some guy I recognize. It's Nick Burnett. Look at that. He's out there. Good for him. One, one go of the, the better low-key locker room dudes that, well, we don't talk to, obviously. Yeah, he's going to go to the playoffs because the Saints wouldn't put him on the roster. So Definitely a case a uh, good dude and you know someone you want a better opportunity for so yeah good for nick for yeah he's a good locker room guy he's a good player plays hard works hard right he's on a roster but all right so they did put out an injury report today the saints as we mentioned they are traveling on thursday it's kind of a weird week because they play on saturday i still haven't like it hasn't kind of like computed in my head yet that they play on saturday i'm still not adjusted to it like we're going to have our pregame show on saturday instead of sunday and so I'm going to have to remind myself to set my alarm so I can wake up and get to the studio for 8 a.m. <laughs> like, that's going to be weird. But then I'll have Sunday off, which would be nice. So let's get into the injury report, which the Saints sent out today. Again, we mentioned they're playing on Saturday. They're traveling on Thursday. So they didn't actually practice today. They got the day off. And, you know, when you get a win, you usually get a get some extra time there. And I think, you know, when you're dealing with a roster this beat up, that's, that's, that's smart. So this is an estimated injury report. It's the same thing you would have seen like on the, on the short week for like uh, Thursday night football. They, a lot of times they wouldn't practice that first day. So it's an estimated injury report. But these are the players who would have been limited had they practiced today. Marshawn Lattimore with the abdomen injury, still there. Safety mark is made with a shoulder injury. That's new. Uh, Ryan Ramchek, again, rest limited. I'm starting to wonder, why is he getting so much rest? (laughs) Like, he gets more rest days than Tom Brady at this point, which makes me wonder, because I don't think Ryan has had a great season. For a while, I feel like it was rest slash knee was coming up. Yeah, yeah. Well, every now and then they'll put the knee in there. But it is he gets gets a lot of rest days. Um, So I I do wonder if he is is 100%, like if he's ailing and he needs that extra time. Because it's too consistent to just be like, oh, a veteran rest day, right? Like, it's every week he's off on Wednesdays. Adam yeah, Troutman. That's definitely seems just like a permanent day off for him. 
Yeah, it seems that way. Yeah. He's been on every injury report, but he doesn't always have an injury. Anyway, Adam Troutman limited with an ankle injury. PJ Williams limited with a knee injury. The only surprise on there is Marcus May. It feels like he's been listed on the injury report with about every body part just so far this season, right? Like, I feel like he's had abdomen, rib, shoulder, ankle, you know, you name it. And he went into the season with a torn Achilles that he was rehabbing. So, yeah, he's he, he's, he gets banged up. Yeah, rib and ankle were definitely popular ones for the Saints in general this year. Yes, and now illness, too. Speaking of illness, so these are the players who would not have practiced. And this is where, you know, you start to get a little concerned. Right. You know, you don't never get too concerned on the first day of practice, right? right? Because this at this point in the season, everyone's dealing with something. And a lot of times you just want to give guys a day off. And especially when you don't actually practice, you're just you're just being cautious. And so like you can, you know, go forward. But Wide receiver Chris Olave, I believe this is the first time since his concussion he has been listed with anything. Yep. He has a hamstring issue. He would not have practiced. Right guard Cesar Ruiz would not have practiced. He's dealing with a foot injury. Dwayne Washington, running back, would not have practiced. He still has that illness. He must must be a pretty nasty illness because he's missed a lot of time with it. Um, he didn't play. He wasn't active last week. And then linebacker Pete Werner coming back from that ankle injury this week. Now he's dealing with a hamstring issue and would not have practiced. So, you know, a lot of times you'll see that where guys come back from an injury and they may have been favoring one leg and all of a sudden you'll see a separate injury crop up because of that. Hopefully that's, you know, it's nothing significant, but, you know, that's that's not something you want to see after somebody's first game back. Like, for example, Eric McCoy came back this week. He's not on this injury report, so that's a good thing. No, you mentioned that's really unfortunate news. I mean, I guess you could say the good part of it is it's not another ankle issue for Warner, but sure. It, sure. I mean, it being a hamstring doesn't make you feel any better either. No, yeah, I, I think that's a good point. Is like if it was an ankle injury and he re-injured it, then that would be bad. Obviously, right. it's a surgically repaired ankle. Like he didn't, he actually did have surgery to fix that ankle, right? So if there was an ankle injury, you would be concerned. With a hamstring injury, hopefully it's just tight, tightness, soreness, right? And he can get back. But we'll know more tomorrow and yeah. Thursday when they actually practice because you know we'll see i mentioned to you briefly you know the olave in that game against atlanta he went in the the blue tent for a little bit but came out real quick and you know was right back on the bench with his helmet so i definitely assumed it was like a quick tape job in there and he was back out but he still played that game it wasn't like he was out after that with any kind of issue yeah did you know aj green is on the browns no because he's not. It's a different AJ Green. Okay, I was like, wait a minute. Wait, I thought AJ Green's actually Arizona. The other Arizona, AJ Green. yeah, but there is an AJ Green, a cornerback named AJ Green. I guess it's not that crazy of a name, right? It's just right. a color and a couple letters. <laughs> um, but you know, so so if you want to if you want to feel a little better about the Saints injury report, you can go over and look at the Browns injury report yeah. because theirs is very significant. They had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven players who would have missed practice, and it's a very impressive list. You know, defensive end Miles Garrett's dealing with an illness. Defensive end Jadavian Clowney has a concussion. That's not good for him. That's going to be tough to come back from on a short week. Running back Nick Chubb dealing with a foot injury. So Huge. right now you have two number one overall picks, <laughs> your starting defensive ends, and your star running back, who basically the offense goes through on, on the injury report. We're not a practice today. And Garrett's top five in sacks right now, huh? Yeah, he's great. He's fantastic. He's dealing with an illness, so I don't think he'll miss the game. But, you know, who knows? And I got to believe know. Chubb is top five as a running back. I'd say he's top one. Number one? Yeah. In wow. terms of production this year, for sure. Yeah, I mean, Derrick Henry has been, hasn't really had that great of a season. 
Jonathan Stewart, no, Jonathan um, Taylor. Taylor has been, mm, and he's a no, dump yeah, of the year now. Banged up. Well, he's done for the year with an injury now. So, yeah, I, I think Nick Chubb's probably if you had a if you had a best running back award that you handed out at the end of the season, right? Doesn't exist. You have offensive player of the year, but if that, if there was a award for number one running back, uh, like you have, like you would have in college, he would probably get it. That's that's kind of where I'll say that. But okay, moving on. Safety John Johnson the third. Love that name. Uh, he's dealing with a thigh injury. He wouldn't have practiced. Guard Joel Betonio getting rest. Wide receiver Amari Cooper rest slash hip, and then wide receiver Donovan Peoples Jones another guy getting rest. So that's a pretty pretty extensive list of players who are not practicing for the Browns. And then cornerback Denzel Ward is dealing with a shoulder injury. He'd have been limited. Linebacker Jordan Kunisic, Kunisic, hamstring injury. He'd have been limited. David Bell, wide receiver, toe injury limited. So <laughs> Saints are not alone. And I, I, don't, I don't think it, you should take for granted when you're not feeling well and it's suddenly freezing cold. It doesn't help. It doesn't make you feel better. <laughs> No, and this will just be Deshaun Watson's fourth game. He's definitely not, you know, performing as they would like right now and doesn't have enough time on task, obviously, with these guys as is. Yeah, right. So if, when they're not practicing. And and the Buck Browns actually did practice today, at least according to this. It doesn't say that estimated. they did. So I'm assuming they practiced. Yeah, it right. says estimated for the Saints. It does not say estimated for the Browns. So, yeah, I mean, these are reps, right? He didn't get reps all season long with these guys so he kind of needs these reps with guys like amari cooper right you would imagine so yeah i mean for once it doesn't seem like the saints are on the wrong side of injury woes at least not to this to the wit to the extent that you're gonna say well they can't win this game because of xyz yeah the obviously you don't the the biggest one would be we've seen the team survive without pete warner but this offense without potential you know, rookie of the year candidate, Chris Olave, and what he's meant so far to it, it would be a significant hit, obviously, if he's not able to go, even though you still have some other nice pieces in a Taysom Hill, Alvin Kamara, Jawan Johnson. Uh, I can throw him in the mix now. I like that you didn't say Jarvis Landry. Man, Jarvis has been quiet. He's been disappointing. Um, I don't know if he's dealing, still dealing with the ankle or whatever. Like, people... People have wanted to trash Tyron Matthew all season. Like they had all these high expectations for Tyron Matthew when they think he's been playing horribly. And, you know, every, every, you know, rating service you find say he's not. But the guy I'm disappointed in is Jarvis. I had high hopes for Jarvis, especially after week one. And he's been absent. You know, obviously he had the injury, but, you know, he had a chance to make a play in this game on third down. He dropped it. So, like, yeah, he didn't have a single catch in this game. No. So we'll see. But I think that's it. Unless there's something else you want to add. No, I'm, I'm just thinking now, like, you, it's sad that a Jarvis Landry has disappeared. You'd imagine, I mean, Marquez Callaway is another guy, really, and also Traquan Smith. You look at that receiver room, and there's just people that haven't been factors at all, really. And just makes you appreciate more, I guess, of what Chris Olave and a guy like Rashid Shaheed can do. But all right, let's wrap up that segment, and then we'll move on to part two which is the optimistic part of the program not talking about the cold we're talking about the potential warm and fuzzy feelings that could come if the saints back their way into the playoffs which believe it or not whether you want to believe it or not is still a possibility need a christmas miracle <laughs> 